Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the American Overlander Podcast. I am your host, Will Fowler with Venture to Rome. With me today in the Venture to Rome studio, live in person, is my best buddy in the whole world, Chris with Frontier State Overland. Thanks for being here, Chris. Why, thank you for having me back, William. Well, one of these days I will come to my senses and not allow you to come back. Yeah, um, that's okay. Um, I guess it's it's okay as long as your uh, liquor cabinet's empty. Then I don't care. <laughs> it turns out, <laughs> after you being here for a few hours, it's huh. empty. I am drinking one of Chris's world-famous Manhattans that we also, folks, smoked. So if you have seen our uh, garbage video where we take this trailer from... Uh, X Grid Campers. It's a trailer made by a company called uh, X Venture. X Venture is that what it's called? X Venture? No, it's not X Venture. It's Expedition. X-Grid. It's oh. Expedition with an X. Oh. Um, in my defense, all of those trailer companies have similar names. The the model of trailer is called the Voyager. It is an outstanding trailer. We take it on a trip to Jarbage, Nevada. We find the mud. Um, Gets super muddy, and that evening at camp, we bring a. I bring my smoker, and we try to smoke some uh, drinks. So you can put applewood, oak wood, peach wood, or cherry wood, and it has this really cool butane torch that you tor- torch the wood. It smokes it. You put a cap on it, and then you let it sit for like thirty seconds. And we haven't really figured out the combo to get it really, really nice. But we did smoke these Manhattans, and I do like it. You know, I think that uh, using it on cocktails is where it's at. Because we were using yeah. just like straight bourbons. Yeah. Oh, this is and, really good. Yeah. And y- exactly. It's great in the Manhattan. Yeah. It kind of really offsets is. the spicy and the sweetness. And I think like the bourbons, you know, the the distillers work so hard on making those bourbons taste what they're supposed to. Yeah. That if you add anything extra to them, if it's not like a mixer or something, then... Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't taste right. I think I smoked Stranahan's, which is out of Colorado. Yeah. And I felt like I had just smoked a pack of cigarettes when I took a drink. <laughs> it's like yeah. not good. No. And, you know, it wasn't made to necessarily be smoked. Yes. But there but is a place for it. There is and a place the for Manhattan it. Manhattan is definitely a thing. And I think, you know, yeah. trying it on some other cocktails, like a smoked old-fashioned. Yeah. Ooh. I you know what? We should do that else. next time. Our next podcast, let's do smoked old-fashions. Okay. That is a... That is... There's no way in the world that's a bad idea. Yeah. Or a smoked Negroni. Um, excuse me. This is a family-friendly show, and I don't appreciate your potty mouth. <laughs> there will be no Negronis in this house. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Just kidding. Negroni's great. So uh, speaking of having whiskey drinks and bourbon drinks, today we are talking about Overland Expo Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I feel like there should, like, should be a follow-up of like, the rap horn. Yeah, <laughs> you did it way better than I could have. <laughs> so we want to recount our recap our adventure to Bend, Oregon, which was so different than our adventure last year, um, and talk about all things Overland Expo Pacific Northwest. It is the best Overland Expo, if you ask me. Also, I have been to no other expos, <laughs> but I still think it's the best. Yeah, I agree. It's the only one I've ever been to, too. Yeah. Bend to two. Bend to and bend. Bend to and bend. Bend yeah. to two and bend. Wow. I don't know. That just is too. Yeah. That's a lot of onomatopoeia. It is. It is. You know what? I know what happened. I forgot to take my magic mind this morning. Oh, good, good segue, Chris. This podcast is brought to you by Magic Mind, which is a 
productivity elixir that is made of very natural good ingredients they they distill down into a productivity shot it is not an energy drink you don't drink it to stay awake you drink it to have a better functioning brain both chris and i use this it did help our brains work better which honestly folks we need all the help we can get but we did have less brain fog less brain fatigue in the middle of the day and i think it actually works yeah i think so too we've had we both had quite a month so we started out with the Oregon AOR, and then um, you did a trip with with Rob from Revere Overland, yeah. and I did a trip to Glacier like right. immediately after the AOR. Yeah, like we had what two days each to get ready and to, yeah. to head out, and then immediately uh, went to Overland Expo Pacific Northwest. Yeah, like within like twelve, like a twelve hour turnaround time. Got home immediately geared up for Overland Expo Pacific Northwest. And so we need all the help we can get with the focusing and, you know, staying on track. And so, you know, thanks to Magic Mind for helping to contribute to that. Absolutely. So if you're into this, if you, if you are looking for something that will make your brain a little less foggy in the afternoons, but not be an energy drink that might keep you up all night, you should consider Magic Mind. And if you so choose, there is a link in the description of this podcast, which will give you up to 50% off on your first order. I say up to 50% off because that's what they said. I haven't actually clicked on it to find out what the discount is. So I hope it's just 50%. I hope it's not like 15%. Or something. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it says up to 50%. So so you can click on the link if you're interested in that and get your first shipment um, at a discount. Uh, I believe it's uh, magicmind.com slash overlander is the code or overlander is the link. So do check that out if you're interested in that. And thank you to Magic Mind for sponsoring this podcast. Okay. Now, let's talk about Overland Expo! I was going to try the rap word, but I can't. (laughs) There were like no consonants in that. Uh, So, so Chris, you just recounted the incredible adventures that we have been on this summer so far. We started with the AOR, which you have probably, hopefully, just listened to that two-part series talking about our journey through Oregon from east to west. Um, Immediately after that, you left like, like two days later. Yeah. For... Seven days in Glacier National Park. Yep. And I had, I think I had three days or four days before I left on a trip with Rob from Revere Overland and we headed up into some really incredible oh, yeah. mountains in Idaho and Montana. A little bit jealous. <laughs> it was great, dude. Like, we have to go back. It was a great time with Rob. It was me, Rob, and my two kids. And it was also uh, a challenging trip. We ran into roads that had avalanches over them and we had to dig out a bunch of snow and, you know, we got to do some fun stuff, but yeah. it kind of derailed some of our plans. And, but I mean, not really, it was still amazing. And anyway, that yeah, video, I can't wait to see, yeah, I can't wait to see what both you and Rob do yeah. with, with that trip. Because yeah. It's yeah. just going to be epic. That video is coming out soon. Rob is such, he's so good at making videos, but in, and you know, I'm okay, but we make such different videos. Like both of us are so at peace with the fact that we'll probably use 30% will be the exact same shots, but <laughs> it will be, they, the videos will be so different. In any case, we did that trip, and then we had literally one night, and Rob stayed at my house that night, 
so it was like we were all fighting for the laundry machine, trying to do laundry and take showers and stuff <laughs> because we left early early the next morning, like 9 a.m. the next morning for Bend uh, for Expo. Yeah. And, and we were meeting up with, so it was me, you, Rob, on the road together. But we were meeting up with Kevin from Rhino Off-Road, Mike from Unexpected Off-Road, uh, and Greg from Trail Newbie. Greg from Trail Newbie and Mike from Flyfisher 530. Yes. Plus other friends that weren't actually like with us, but were looking to see us there were Shy from Out and Back, Oregon. Um, uh, Ed from Ed Shin from Crocom Outdoors. Nate from Dirt Lifestyle. Um, and gosh, I know I'm we've got to meet people. Max Powell. Mac, we, but he wasn't like looking forward to seeing us. No, but, but it was, it was nice to meet that guy. It was cool to meet Max. Yeah. yeah. Real nice guy. Yeah. Real smart guy too. Like he really is. Smart that guy. guy is kind of an enigma. He is. He's, he, he is not the Chad that some people think he is. He's like, he, yeah, he's fit and he's kind of a beefy dude, but he's also extremely intelligent, total entrepreneur, very driven and, and a nice human from my perspective. I mean, I only spent a few hours with him, but I thought he was really nice. Yeah. Um, we met up with, so, so, so anyway, going there, it was like, okay, we're going to meet some of our good friends. Unfortunately, we did not get to meet up with Gary from G from BC this year. Yeah. I'm still kind of sad about it. Cause he's, yeah. he is like, he is like, I love that guy. Yes. Like I love him. He's like Kate, when Kate gives the blessing on somebody, he's like ride or die, part of the crew. Kate's like, he's one of us. Yep. 100%. Elsha is the same way too. Yeah. Such a nice guy. He had a family obligation that kept him from coming down this year. Um, But uh, so in any case, we had some people to go see. We had some people to hang out with this year, which is different than last year. Last year, we just kind of showed up and we were just like blasted by the craziness that is an Overland Expo anywhere. But, But Pacific Northwest is... Also, I don't know. I think it's a sizable expo. Yeah. And it was nutso. So so we pull in. <laughs> this is so weird to me, dude. We pull in. They kind of did it differently. This year, you had to go to a separate parking lot and register and, and actually kind of like get your wristband and all that stuff. Versus last year, you came into camping and then you got your wristband like at the gates. Right? Yeah. So, and then they showed you where to park. Yeah. Immediately. Exactly. So... We um we met up with Mike. We found Mike on the side of the road. Oh, and, and Rob had gone in to um to the Heretic booth. Yeah, for Heretic yeah, yeah. lighting. Yeah, yeah. So we arrived with Rob, and then we went to wash cars, uh, get all the bugs off the cars because we were going to be camping out of those cars for the next few days. And uh, Rob went in and set up his his rig with Heretic. And you and I met Mike on the side of the road, and then we kind of went in together, got our tickets. I got in line. I got in line to get a ticket to get my wristband or whatever Mm -hmm. this guy looks over at me and he goes hey man i love your videos i was like who what are you talking to me and he was like yeah and i was like oh thanks man and and then that's well that's funny because something similar like that happened last year when we first pulled into the uh into the parking spot before we'd even like been able to set up our awnings and stuff which by the way at overland expo those folks are Awesome. Oh, oh, you mean like the people who help you get camping? Help get camp- yeah, like help yeah, you yeah. Get be set nice up. to them. They yes. are, they control your destiny, number one, but like they're generally really nice and really helpful. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. And, but before last year, before you even got out of your rig, a gentleman came up and, um, 
you know, greeted you and, and said the same thing. And so it's funny this year, I missed it because I was having like so much anxiety because I couldn't find the email oh, about yeah. my, my ticket and stuff. So I was like, crap, am I going to have to, are they going to make me buy another camping pass? Dude, they like make it, they make it sound, yeah, yeah. They make it sound like you have to have like your birth certificate and your wedding certificate and your social security number like you get these emails that are like you will not be let in unless you have x y and z and you sign these waivers and you were like i don't have i don't have my ticket i can't find it anywhere yeah I, like i was yeah i couldn't find it in the trash the spam anywhere and so like i walk up and and you know i'm just kind of like you know here i am like you know in my mid 40s right and i walk up to this dude and i'm just like i feel like a kid that forgot his lunch money and i, I walk up to him like hey i uh can't find any of my stuff. He's like, Hey, no problem. What's your name? So I gave it to him. And like, when I'm spelling it out, he's like, Oh yeah, here you are. And he's like, here's your wristband. And I was like, that, that's it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I've been stressing about this like so much. And he started like laughing. He's like, Hey, don't worry, bro. I gotcha. And so it was like, <laughs> we have this thing called computers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it was, you know, but, um, anyway, it was, it was really cool. So, but apparently I was missing, uh, Will, uh, meeting like being being recognized yeah so so then, so then i and i promise i won't do this this whole podcast i think you should because honestly this is i, I know what you're and this like which we haven't even said is um it's something that it's it's really a big thing for this this uh overland expo at least it was for me as your friend yeah this was something that i just i loved i thought it was awesome it was a total theme and it was so different from last year so then we start pulling in to uh, to like just to like the general kind of camping parking area, and this guy comes walking across the field. He walks in front of the car, in front of my Jeep. He comes around to my window, and he's like, "Hey, Will," and I was like, "Hey," and he was he was a Patreon supporter, yeah, uh, Bill, right? Bill, yeah. He was like, "Hey, I just wanted to say hi." He's, you know, I'm not. He was like, "I'm not a creeper, but I did see you drive in, so I walked across the field." Well, and he's <laughs> and the I one that like, greeted you last year. He was the one that fr- that greeted you at first last year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He was. So like, he's got he's got eagle eyes. That guy. So yeah. And then he was like, "Is this Chris behind you? I want to go talk to Chris." And I was like, "You should definitely go talk to Chris." Yeah, he's such a nice guy. So so nice, man. He's like, I don't know if you remember me from last year. I'm like, yes, of course. You know, because yeah. he's just yeah, just such a nice guy. Super nice guy and a great supporter of the channel. And this is like this is the beginning of for me what expo is so like expo is all about the gear there's no question expo is about the vendors that pay a ton of money to have a booth in a field so people who like overlanding can go see their stuff that's why it exists it doesn't exist to bring community together that's not why expo exists No, it's kind of a byproduct it's a byproduct of it it's a great byproduct though yeah and if you want if you want to get that byproduct i strongly encourage you to do the camping in the general general area. area for sure in fact I'll, we'll get into this later, but other yeah. creators were like, I'm done. I'm going back to general camping area. It's where the fun's at, which is very true. I don't know if I'll ever want to camp in like the, I don't know, VIP area or the, you know, creator or vendor area because out in what we affectionately call Gen Pop, mm-hmm. out in Gen Pop is where it's at, man. So, yeah. So, so we'll get more into that later. We're, we're trying to find where we pull in <laughs> to get our, to, to camp. This is all within the course of, I don't know, five to seven minutes, right? And I get a little lost in the parking lot and I get out and I see this guy with an orange vest and I get out and I go, I, I might be a little bit lost. I'm trying to find where we pull in to like camp on the grass. And he was like, 
He's like, before you say anything else, I love your videos, man. Total fan of the channel. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? What is happening? I'm just trying to find my way to camping. This guy recognized me. Like, this is so weird. So it's like this one time a year at this one place, uh, this happens for me, to me. Or this happened, I should say, to me. Right? This is not an everyday thing. This is like well, when I, all I, the I'm, overlanding nerds come together, which yeah. is I am like a, the biggest one or one of the biggest ones. Like, and we're all like we're all watching everybody's stuff. Yeah, you know, and we see them in person, just walking around. It's like we're gonna go say hi. Okay, this is the point where I pause, Will, and I say, uh, you know, do you remember in a couple of podcasts ago when we were talking about the American Overlander route, Oregon? And we meet a dude from Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Who uh, drove clear across uh, because of your Black Black Lake video. So um, I don't know. Maybe something's catching. Maybe some. You know. Maybe it's. I don't know. It's really neat, though. It's it really is neat. really cool to see. You know, and like as your friend, it's really cool to see uh, folks. Um, you know, recognize that. You, you know, not just that they've seen your videos, but like the, the compliment that people give you kind of continuously. And then I'll stop like, you know, fanboying over you, but <laughs> please don't. <laughs> oh, is that well? Oh, Hey, you think you'll talk to me? Hey man, I did. Um, I did, but I did smoke your Manhattan. Yeah, you so, did. So yeah. thank so, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm fanboying on that big time, but, um, but you know, the people are honestly seem to enjoy your content. And if you're listening to this podcast, you haven't seen like any Will's vids. I strongly encourage you to do it because they are something special. So thanks, man. Yeah, and people are are recognizing it. It, 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 and it's a new thing for me. So I'm like still processing how to handle it, but it's really really cool. I so I don't want to make this podcast about that, um, but I will say that that happened many, 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 many times throughout the weekend. I think I did not go to a single place or cross from one place to another without being stopped. Without yeah. being like we would go to a place, we would go to a vendor, and then either there's somebody there who immediately recognized me or they walked in. We would be walking from one place to another. I mean, it just happened so much. So I don't know how people like Brad from Trail Recon handle it at a place like that. Because I am a am I'm still a very small channel in the in the scope of things, even in the overlanding space. Like I think I don't know, I'm pushing twenty five thousand subscribers, which is a small channel, right? Somebody like Brad has He's pushing 600,000 subscribers. So there's there's literally probably not a person who does overlanding who's not heard of, seen, listened to Brad from Chow Recon. So when he shows up at some of that, at one of those places, it must just be insane for him. I mean, I must be to the point where it might not even be enjoyable. Yeah, I do kind of wonder about that a little bit. And Marco from Overland X was there. Yeah. Um, and we kind of witnessed it where he was like trying to park and he had people just, <laughs> you know, coming coming up. And they were, you know, everybody was like, seemed like they were being very polite. Oh, and yeah. Everything. But they were really excited to see him. And I understand that. I was excited to see Marco too. Me like, too. To the point where I was like, hey, should I go up and say hi to him? But I didn't want to like bother him because... Uh, you know, he's always had people talking to him. And so I'm like, oh, there's that one spot where he, you know, he's kind of doing his own thing. I don't want to be that guy that goes up and bothers him. Yep. So totally. Um, yeah. So I can see what you're saying. I mean, we, we met Marco quickly and shook his hand that night when like right after we had parked because we were hanging out with the Trail Rex guys. And uh, but it was like just real quick. And he and I like we message back and forth sometimes. And yeah, 
Um, but I don't, but I didn't, I'm with you. Like I didn't want to, I didn't, I never actually just went to go hang with him, yeah. even though he was hanging with some friends that I was hanging. Like we were over talking to Christian. Yeah. The at Mad Epic. Ginger at Epic. Yeah. yeah. At Epic. And, um, Marco was cooking food that night, but he had like a film crew filming him cook food and I didn't want to like step into a shot or something. So anyway, Marco, if, if there's any chance you're listening to this, I'm sorry we didn't get to hang out. I would love to hang out at some point on one of these things when you're not mobbed by people. So anyway, uh, Pacific Northwest in Bend is so nice because number one, the camping is on grass. You get to camp in a grass field, which they have napalmed for bugs. So it's not like a wet grassy field with mosquitoes everywhere. It is a soft grass, non-buggy camping area that is so nice. And we got one, two, three, four, five rigs together. Yeah, they um, let us just kind of squish them all together. Yeah. We, we kind of a, a little compound going on. Yeah, it was great. I, I loved it. We all had our awnings up, and um, it was like, you know, 100 degrees, and we had a place to go chill. Which or was be less hot, I should say. We didn't chill. Yeah, I don't know. We always had, like, we always had shade, and there was always, like, a little bit of a breeze. And so this was just kind of like a place to go and just kind of get out of it all. Yeah. We were, we were closer to the bathrooms though. So we always had people stopping by because <laughs> like, there's like, we were right in the path, right in the traffic path, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of fun though. Cause we always had somebody dropping in saying hi. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, this expo I think had more vendors and I think more people, but not significantly more people than the expo last year. And I saw a ton of stuff. I did not, I did not film like I did last year. Last year, I was like all about filming everything. This year, I was like, I'm putting the camera down and I'm just going to hang and let and let serendipity happen. Yeah. So we would go roam around with Rob um, and we would we kind of wanted to walk the whole expo and see every single vendor and just kind of see what was out there, which we almost did. I don't think we got the whole thing done, but no, we got, we got a, close we got a good it. amount, which and, and by the way, too, that was like one of my highlights, too, was hanging out with Rob again. Like you yeah. guys have gone on that trip, but, and he's been um, here too. Like he stayed at my house a few times. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But you know, I, he's, if you haven't checked out, uh, Revere Overland, you really should. Rob is just, he's amazing with the drone for one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, he's just another one of those guys that is just such a great guy. Totally. He really is. He's just, um, he's laid back. He's super flexible. He's got a wicked sense of humor. Oh yeah. He's, he's got the kind of the stereotypical, like English, like dry humor yeah. that it, it will cut you yeah. um, in a fun, in a fun way. Yeah. I love it. Like when I like, I'm working on something, like I'll be flying a drone. I'm trying to get a drone shot. I'm like, Oh man, I miss that drone shot. And he'll get on the radio or something. And be like, have you considered just being better? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway so yeah it's cool to hang out with rob and and, uh and so um we had a few serendipitous moments so let's just talk about that so one was we were randomly our group kept getting split up because we were getting stopped by people or whatever so like we would start with the whole group and then would end up just me and you and kevin and greg and mike would be off talking to barry bonds or something and yeah you know we would be at a different place but um but we we found our way i saw ed and Nate, so Ed from um, Crocom Outdoors. Outdoors and Nate from Dirt Lifestyle, who are two, I, w- I would call them friends. I, I'm not s- super close to them, but we are very friendly with each other. So, you know, we text, um, Nate and I call every, you know, great now and then. We message back and forth. We like each other's posts and, and things like that. And I think we respect each other's 
uh, filmmaking, and I think we're you know generally fans. I'm probably much bigger fan of them <laughs> than they are of me, but but we have a, a friendship. Um, so I wanted to go say hi, and we were just kind of hanging out. And Nate is like a real extrovert kind of uh, gregarious personality. Um, and he was like, well, we're getting lunch and where, where do you want to go? We're going to go get in the, what's it called? The, the Kodiak. We're going to go in the Kodiak and have lunch. Yeah. And I was just, like, if you're, if you're not sure, if you don't know what a Kodiak is, it's, they don't make them anymore, but it's made by, uh, uh, it's a, I think it's a Chevy Kodiak. I think there was like a know. Chevy Kodiak and a GMC Kodiak. It's something else though. But it's like, uh, like a, a 4,500 HD, uh, truck platform i can't believe you drove that thing from tacoma i know it that, that would thing be was, a terrible drive it was <laughs> it awful was just punishing. to drive like two miles yeah but you can sick you can sit six people in that thing and you can tow like ninety thousand pounds in it or something like that oh it's, or, yeah, it's, yeah it's crazy and I, by the way nate can park this thing oh my god like we were freaking out yeah, he was like backing into a parking spot and i was like oh my god dude, you're good he was like what are you complaining about yeah, yeah, he's he he like he's like he's gonna like backhand i was like you're gonna back he was like that's fine he was like chris lean left i can't that's the core i'm worried about and he he backed him like a pro yeah um so so he's like let's go get some lunch and we're like okay so you know it's like uh oh it's me you greg kevin Ed, Nate, and Max, I think. Yeah, and right? Max. Yeah, Max like was having oh, and Max trouble. Max and his guy. Yeah, I can't remember his his uh, guy's name. Um, guy works for Max. Yeah, like I think Jason, Justin, something like that. He was yeah. real nice too. He really but, was. Yeah. So so um, so Nate's like, well, I can fit six in the Kodiak. It's <laughs> like the Kodiak. What a crazy name. It sounds like Chew. And, um, well, it is the name of a Jew. Well, I know that's why it sounds like it. So, so we kind of split up. So I think Greg drove his Jeep and we hopped in with Nate and then we're trying to find Max. So we're sitting, we're sitting in this car for like 20 minutes it, listening to Nate, try to describe to Max where he was in the parking lot. He's like, no, 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 no. If you look at it and then you, you turn to the right. And then you walk down one row and then go left one row. And then we're at the back. Hey, wait, that's wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you at the main gate? <laughs> Or, like, oh, which, which gate are you at? Yeah, and this is like, like, oh my maybe we should God. start driving around. Nate's like, well, you just want me to drive around? And maybe you can just like, see, it's like, yeah, you're at a Kodiak. We were like, dude, just do something. And so that's what he did. So Nate just, after a long kind of conversation with Max on where Max was and where Nate was, uh, we drove and we picked up Max, who's like a moose of a man. <laughs> He's yeah. like huge. Which, by the way, there's kind of a certain irony to... Overlanders being lost in a parking lot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. I, and I say that without any judgment yeah, because it's very true. I got lost at that uh, expo so many times. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so many times. So then, so then we go to this really nice uh, Mexican restaurant, and it was so cool just like hanging with these other creators and Overlanders and just you know talking shop and just getting to know each other and. It was such a great little moment that uh, something that I did not get last time. You know, last time we kind of had all our meals at Expo. We never left. And uh, I, I really enjoyed that. It was, and it was fun. It was fun to spend some time with Nate and Ed. They're two of my uh, favorite creators. And I just feel like I have a ton to learn from them. And it was just cool they invited us. I mean, that's that's Nate. Nate's like, hey, who are you? Let's go. Let's go have lunch. Let's hang out. <laughs> well, he knew you so were. Nice. I'm pretty sure he didn't know. Who, I, I, well, I, I know for a fact he didn't know who I was. However... Um, just super nice. 
And one of the things I noticed too is like all, I'm at this table with like all these creators. Nobody pulled out a phone. Nobody pulled out a camera. And everybody just was just like hanging out, having dinner. That's or right. Having lunch. Yeah, that's right. And it, that was awesome because there was part of me that w- that wanted to go a little bit fanboy and like start snapping pictures. And actually, I did snap one picture. It was a horrible picture, but we're walking <laughs> along. And I was just like, you know what? I got to take a picture because my wife is not going to believe this. Yeah. And yeah. I took the picture. And it was funny because like at that moment, like as, as soon as I said that, like Max like turned around and like cast this like kind of a sly smile. And I, I take a picture. And it's basically a very back of everybody's heads. Yeah. And that was like the only picture. And you know what? I don't regret it. Not one, nah. like, not one bit. Because... If you would have, like no one would have said anything because we're all so used to cameras anyway. But... However, no one else was doing it. You know, it was like one of those yeah. things like, you guys, we're just hanging out. Exactly. And the thing is, is that like, I didn't want to, I didn't really feel like the need to take the picture because it wasn't like, I have to prove to everybody that I'm here with these guys. Yeah. It just was like really cool to be invited for one thing. Yep. And um, two, it was just like, just a nice group of guys. Yeah. And it was fun hanging out and like hearing like some of the different aspects of these people, which, you know, I won't share because that's their own stories and their own lives. And um, you know, it was just shared in this kind of a private circumstance, but these are some really interesting people. Yeah. Like they're not just like YouTube creators. I mean, they, they are, which is, you know, a big part of who they are. However, they have like so many different aspects to their personalities and they are like looking so far ahead into so many different areas. It just was really cool to, to hear about this and to like see kind of a different side of these people. Yep. So, so yeah. So Nate, Ed, Max, Greg, Kevin, Chris, I'm totally rooting for you guys. Like I am so rooting for everybody who is there listening to their plans, listening to like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm rooting for them and I can't wait to see what happens with those guys. Yeah. And you know, and a big shout out. Thanks to Greg at trail newbie because he bought us lunch. He picked up the bill. Which, if I would have known, Dude, I would have ordered something more expensive. I know. I would have got the macho burrito. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure there was like a steak and lobster or something. Something. Yeah. 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 With like a Surf, side a of A surf like, and turf burrito. Yeah. Give me a, a pint of your most expensive scotch. <laughs> <laughs> your most expensive Mexican scotch. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so we were, so that was, a, that was a really fun moment. And then, um, you know, <clears throat> And then running into, just running into people. And then we tried to do something this year at Expo. We tried to do something different, do something inclusive, and uh, do something with a group. And that thing was called the Bourbon Potluck. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So so I had this idea, I can't a, a long time ago. And I thought, you know, this would be really, this would be a fun thing to do at Expo. And I reached out to some of my friends and I was like, hey, do you guys want to do, like, what do you think about this idea to do a bourbon potluck? And and actually most of my friends, my creator friends were like in, totally. Some of them yeah. were like, well, we're not going to be at Expo this year. Some of them were like, well, I don't drink. And I was like, well, you know, we're calling it a bourbon potluck, but it doesn't have, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to be pushing alcohol on anybody. But No, and th- at this point it was like just something that was basically at our campsite, yeah. It was yep. something that we're just going to like open up the, our, our tailgates and yeah. just kind of host it. Maybe do some like, you know, cocktails or something. Exactly. It was like a meet and greet. Come, come hang out, meet, venture to Rome and whoever else is there and bring something to share. 
And, uh, and my Patreon thought it was a good idea. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go with it. So I reached out to some friends and I was like, let's do a little bit of a, like, let's build whatever awareness we can around this for whoever is going to be at, uh, uh, Pacific Northwest and Ben. And so we kind of created a little bit of like a, a posting chain on Instagram where like I would make a story and they would all share that story and we would share each other's stories and just, to, just so people knew that it was happening. And so, but we didn't know where it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and as it kind of started to grow a little bit, I started to have second thoughts about having it at our tailgate mm-hmm. because I was going to post the GPS coordinates of where we were camping and enough stuff had happened where I was like, hmm, maybe it would be better if we partnered with somebody. Mm-hmm. And so Rob was like, well, how about Onyx Off-Road? Like, you know, like uh, I'm good friends with them. They're doing something. Maybe we could combine forces. And so I was like, yeah, reach out to Onyx. So he reached out to the guys at Onyx. Onyx was like, oh, yeah, we're totally in. This sounds like an awesome idea. And I was like, great. So I reached out to my friends and I was like, what do you think about Onyx? And they were like, that's great. Um, and then we found out that you can't have any liquor at a vendor booth inside the venue at Overland Expo. So we were like, okay, shoot, that's out. And, um, and Rob was like, what about the guys from Iron Man off road? And I was like, oh yeah, because they have a camp out in gen pop. Well also like trail chasers podcast. Like that's sponsored by Iron Man. Oh yeah, and um, and so like you know we have a little bit of history with them, and so uh, I think it was like Friday we walked over and met with Fritz yeah. at Iron Man Off Road with Rob, and Fritz is the coolest guy. He is just he is just the coolest guy. I mean, yeah. you know, say what you want about Iron Man Off Road. I think they make some really awesome products. Honestly, I. I don't know a ton about all their stuff. I know it's a big company out of Australia and I know they use a lot of green in their branding, but like they make everything from suspensions to like camp lights. Oh yeah. Bumpers. So it's huge, huge company. Yeah. Fritz is the VP of sales, uh, over here and in the, in the United States. And we just like, we're having a great time hanging out. Just like, just like an awesome dude. Like who cares? Who cares about what, like, you know, are you going to sponsor me and my channel? Like none of that even never even came up. Don't even matter, which is a lot of what Expo is about for creators. They go and meet brands and, you know, these relationships form that might become business relationships in the future. But this was just about like, dude, what do you think about this? He's like, I love it. I just, I just need to make sure that we can do it. Like that it's okay with like corporate or whatever. So he calls corporate. He's like, yep, we're in. Let's totally do this. And I was like, yes. He's like, just make sure that you make it clear that we're not pouring them liquor because that's where we'd get in trouble. It's like, no, 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 it's a potluck. It's, we've been calling a potluck. It's all good. Oh, like, and, he, and he was like, oh, and by the way, we're having a barbecue. We're having a barbecue. Why don't you guys come over <laughs> early and have some barbecue? Yep, yep. And we're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we didn't eat, we didn't make any dinner. The whole no. expo. We just ate other people's food. That's if you go to expo, uh, just be prepared to go like around five o'clock, five thirty. Um, there will be people making food. You can just go by like Otzi Grill was making oh, like shrimp. Okay. And- yeah, so this is this is my one regret for the entire Overland Expo is um we got an invite to go over to Otzi to go get steak and lobster. Yeah. We didn't do it. No, we well, well we it was bourbon. It was bourbon potluck. Yeah, well, night. and just I, it was like one of those things too, where like we were always 
there was always something to do. Yeah. And we just, we didn't make it there. Yeah. We were busy. Yeah, it was busy. We were busy doing nothing, but we were always doing something. I know. Well, the thing is like, you kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. But at the same time too, people are like inviting you stuff. And so you have to kind of time it just right. And so Otzi, if you're listening, I apologize. And if you're making steak and lobster next year, I will be there. Well, yeah. Also, dude, like I think we do fine by Otzi. We talk about Otzi all the time. They're always featured in our videos. I know. Like our video is featured on their website. It's the product video for the Otzi Fire. It's the one that we made on the BDR. They're showing it. So like we've done okay by Otzi. I love those guys. I love their grill. But I do regret not eating their food. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is I wanted to eat their steak and lobster. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So next year. Next year. Um so we, we, uh, I post the GPS coordinates, but I post them incorrectly <laughs> in the middle of like, the road, in the middle of the road. This is just welcome to my life people. Um, and, but it, it doesn't phase anybody. Everybody finds it. And my friends post the correct coordinates to their followers. <laughs> well, there's and, also like giant flags that say yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. It was easy road. to find. And then there's, and then there was a crowd of people. Yeah. So people started showing up and Ed came by uh, Nate came by, Max came by, um, all like, I don't know. Um, Tyler from independence overland, um, David from off the grind. Yeah. Yeah. Josh they, from a and AZ. Yep. Rob was there too. Yeah. Mike from unexpected off road, of course. Yeah. Our, all our crew, our camp crew was all there. Yeah. Um, and then just a ton of people, just a ton of people. And they all brought a little something to share, you yeah, know, they brought some, some people brought some really, nice stuff to share too. yeah shy and his crew shy from uh um outback oregon and his yes. crew came and brought some really good stuff like rabbit hole and wellers i think and just so we had like 30 bottles of bourbon and like i there's probably 50 or 60 people there which is a pretty big event at overland expo i mm-hmm. mean it's not a small get together especially out in gen pop so um we had a, a great time all evening just hanging out and, uh, and I think Fritz was really happy. I think it's just like a nice win-win because people got to come, they got some food, they got some bourbon, they got to hang out, they got to learn about Iron Man or meet the people from Iron Man. They got to meet all these other creators. And, and Fritz was like, we were, we were chatting kind of late in the evening and, and he was like, dude, I looked over at one point and I saw, I was like, those four guys over there, those are like my favorite Overland creators and they're all sitting under my camp right now. This is so cool. So like, <laughs> I'm so proud that we took a risk and put something out there and people showed up for it and had a great time. And I think, you know, it, it got a little bit of buzz, got a little bit of recognition around the, uh, around the expo. And I think we should just make it an annual event. Yeah. I, I second that. And it doesn't have to be bourbon. It could just be potluck, but bourbon potluck has a nice ring to it. Well, I mean, did you give any thought to my suggestion of a potato salad potluck? No. Just, Zero. We'll just like, no. just, just hear me out. We'll just set it out in the sun <laughs> and people would just come and eat all they want. Mm, warm potato salad. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I don't eat potato salad. So. Or better, maybe just egg salad. I don't eat egg salad either. So, so yeah, we're not doing that. But, but bourbon, or maybe it's just we'll maybe we'll come up with a different like non-drink name for it. Potluck. Maybe it's just like the I don't know. The bourbon potluck seem to be pretty. Bourbon great. potluck's pretty fun, but it could just be like the Expo potluck because we don't want people who, you know, we don't want to limit it just to people who are, want to drink alcohol or want to drink bourbon. That that's not the point. Beverage the, potluck. Yeah, or just 
I don't know. We'll think about it. But like the point is booze potluck. The point is, is like when you bring something to share to a group, it changes the dynamic of being there, you know, and you're like sampling somebody's stuff. You're eating, you know, this and that, and you're meeting people and talking about it. It creates like a different level of connection, I think, than just like a meet and greet, which, which is where like, what do you do? You show up and stand around. Well, a potluck, you bring something and you share yeah. something and you try something. It gives a little bit more interaction, I think. Yeah, I agree. And there was like so many, so many people there that I met that I don't think I would have like talked to otherwise. Like, yeah, yeah there was like some folks that they own like a, a business where they, do, they, um, do a lot of fabrication and, um, a lot, and I'm blanking on it right now, which I feel bad. We met like the, the guy that owns, um, Ironman off-road in Pine, Oregon. Yeah. And, um, or Prineville, Oregon. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not, it's it not just, Iron Man. It's like a, he's a dealer of Iron Man. Yeah. It's yeah. like a shop and a retail center. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, but I do think it is, I think it is like, you know, Iron Man, but either way you can, you can find it. And I can't, I'm blanking on his name too. But anyway, super nice guy. Yeah. There was like just so many people there. I met people that I had met in, uh, Meridian, which is just outside of Boise between Boise and, and Caldwell, where we each live, who, um, I got some rock sliders for Elsha's gladiator mm. and they showed oh, yeah. up. Yeah. 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 And so they ended up coming to, to one night. Did and you say just... Jason from primal? Cause Jason from primal came by too. Oh yeah. And, uh, and, uh, Donald from software in the West was there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was just really, it w- it was awesome. Yeah. We were bopping there for a bit. Um, so that that's obviously a favorite memory and something I think we should continue to do because it was a ton of fun. Also, bro, we need to set the date and time and location for a fall meetup. Yes. The rendezvous, the venture to Rome, or the venture to rendezvous in the OIEs. So yep. we were gonna um we were gonna scope at that spot on the way home, but the, by the time Expo was over, we were both so tired we just drove straight home and, and went to sleep. Um Okay, so other favorite moments of Expo. What were some favorite moments that you had? You know, something that I I, I was going to say always love, but, you know, anyway, uh, from last year and this year, one of the things I love the most was just seeing the people's rigs. Yes. Like, there's so many different Not rigs. the stuff in the show. N- you know the what? The Gen Pop rigs. Yeah, the stuff in the show is always awesome, but it's always, you know, like, pretty polished. However, you know, there are, like, some really cool rigs in there that are... Um, actually used by creators, which I always love to see those too. Yeah. Um, and, but however, like, you know, just seeing like the rigs that are out in the, the general camping area are just amazing. And there's everything from like really awesome Toyota builds and Jeep builds this year. There was like some really cool, like Hummer builds and our our friend from, um, Mike, the unexpected off-road, he has an H2 and, um, there was another H2 there with like a really nice couple. And so we were able to connect them and they were able to kind of, you know, connect and, and, uh, hang out and exchange some ideas and, and how they did things. Um, but just like seeing the rigs is always one of my favorite things. Dude, I'm such do, a rig guy. Do you remember like, so there was one night we were like, we're not going to go to any more parties tonight. We're just going to walk around. Yes. And we just, for like an hour, we just walked around and we met people and we looked at their rigs in the evening. And it was so cool because it was like, 
it was like everyone was sitting down and having dinner and there were families playing games and there were, there was like a, an RC car parade that was happening. Oh yeah. And I felt like we were being attacked by tiny little people because <laughs> there was, they had like, I don't know, there was like 15 of those things yeah, cruising it was a around. Big group of them, but it was really cool. It was awesome. And then, and then we came across that one camper. The it was three a, story. Yes. Dude. <laughs> so here, so imagine this, there's a camper, a truck camper, right? You've got well, your it's ma- a tundra, right? The tundra with a truck camper on it. You got your main level. Okay. Where your kitchen and bathroom and seating area is. Then you've got your second level where you claim up and you sleep kind of over the cab. Yep. And then on top of the camper, they had a trap door, a, a pass through yeah. to a rooftop tent. I mean, this thing was like 40 feet tall. Yeah, it was Not huge. 40. It was it was really tall. I don't know, man. And there's only two people. I was like, who who else, <laughs> who else is staying here? Yeah, really nice people. Really fun people to talk to. Oh yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that I really appreciate too. Like you know, kind of getting back the rig, the, the whole rig thing is that it's fun to walk around and talk to those people. And if you have questions, like they are more than willing to talk oh, to yeah. you. I've never been shut down by anybody there. Like you just like go and check out somebody's rig and say, Hey, you know, I like your rig. Like you just made their day. Yeah. And they are more than willing to tell you about like why they did something. And, um, you know, they just know all about it and there's some great solutions, um, to to all sorts of different problems. And if you just ask the people, they will 100% tell you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I really enjoyed that walking around. Um, I think of the, so like, uh, of the products and vendors and things that I saw, two things were real standouts to me. One was, uh, a Rivian R1S and it's a standout to me because we have ordered one or we have reserved the privilege to order one. And so it was really cool to see one in person. Um, but even cooler than that is this trailer that's been developed that is essentially a battery, an extra battery for a Rivian or any electric vehicle that you tow. So it's like a Patriot camper. In fact, it might even be a, a Patriot or an Opus or something like that. Anyways, I think it was a Patriot camper yeah, that you mentioned. That. Yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's like a Patriot camper that the Rivian truck or SUV tows, um, and it's almost entirely comprised of like massive battery cells. And then this massive motorized, uh, solar panel that lifts up and unfolds. And essentially you can park that thing at camp and let it collect sunlight. And throughout the course of a day, I think you can get like half of a battery, which is like two hundred and fifty to 200 miles from range. And so you can take, and it has the ability, it has a kitchen in it. You know, it's also a camp trailer. It's not just a battery. Um, And so that to me is like really, really interesting because, you know, one of the big disadvantages to EVs right now is just range because it's not that they don't have great range. They have as good or better range than gas vehicles do. There's just not as many charging places, especially when you're going off grid or off road. Like there's not like a Rivian charging station next to fins and things. Yeah. You know? Or in fields, Oregon. Exactly. Yeah. That's a much better example. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so to me, that was super innovative and really, really interesting. Also like ridiculously expensive. The other thing that really blew my mind 
in a very simple way is this new tent company called Intrepid Tents. Oh, yeah. So I love these guys, and I really hope we can work something out. If we can't, I'm still going to be a fan of them because they have essentially reinvented the wedge tent, um, and they've done it in a way that makes so much sense. When you see it, you're like, oh, my God, how come no one has done this before? So essentially what they've done is they've they've taken the, the traditional clamshell or wedge-style rooftop tent, and on the roof, they've added a hinge and an extra strut. So when you open it up, instead of being a wedge, that that uh, the top of the tent kind of forms into like a C, almost like the letter C, because it has that hinge. So the bottom that's closest to kind of the I don't know what would you what would you call it? like the the vortex hinge, <laughs> the vertex hinge. <laughs> I don't know that. What the, are you talking the, about? The main hinge, <laughs> like the main hinge. Yeah, that's. I'm just kidding. Terrible words. Words, words, words. Yeah, but, like the the one that um is on the the w- would be at the front of the vehicle. Exactly. So like that that there's a there's another hinge along the roof there. And it goes almost straight up. So it creates all this room in the tent where you would otherwise just have this really severe angle where basically like your feet might hit the top of the tent. If you're laying in a normal wedge tent, well, they've just, they've removed, they've like increased all that space. They've removed that obstacle. Um, And then they've also created a kind of cinching system. When you pull the tent closed, it cinches all the fabric in automatically yeah like really easily like better than anything i've seen yeah so that's really cool the other cool thing there's two more cool things about this tent that had kind of blown my mind is that you can keep all your bedding inside you can do it two ways one if you you know if you have pretty thin bedding you can just put it on the mattress and close it up but if you want to keep a couple pillows and things up there they've designed it so you can take the foam mattress that comes with the tent, it has a hinge point in the middle. You can fold it over on itself and create extra, like an extra deep space to put pillows and things at the front of the tent. And they've designed it so the tent will easily close even though the mattress is folded over on itself. That is so cool. The The fourth and final thing that I'll talk about on this tent is that it is your standard size um wedge rooftop tent which is essentially like let's say 55 by 83 like that's a pretty standard measurements um but it only weighs 140 pounds 140 pounds i just paid x amount of dollars for a roof a roof nest falcon pro that weighs 180 pounds and so this tent has more space Closes up easier, can keep more bedding in it, and it weighs 40 pounds less. To me, that is like... (laughs) Well, and to add like a little PS to that, like, I don't know, uh, five, uh, you know, number five to that. Mm -hmm. They have a single person version as well. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Like a bivy. It's like a bivy rooftop tent. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So if you're somebody that just goes out by yourself... um, and it's it's literally like the one that Will described, but it's like cut in half. Yeah. Like long ways. And so it's like, okay, this is... You could actually have other things on your roof. Yeah. You could, yeah, you could like have a rocket box or like skis or whatever on top. 
Um, that's so cool, man. I want one of those so bad. I want one of the two person ones and I want a single person one. Like I just want to have both. So like when we go with just the guys, yeah. I can like put stuff on my roof rack. Exactly. You know, like put the, put the, put the, uh, rotor packs up there or something. I don't even know. It's like, it would be so cool to have that extra space. Yeah. And it had like the C channels or the, the, um, not C channels, but the extruded aluminum on the side where you can actually connect things to them. Yeah. So, uh, just like the uh, full size one did. Yep. But yeah, I agree. It was a really awesome thing. And honestly, like Rob and I found it when we first found it, we were like walking by and we were just like, Oh, another rooftop tent company, you know, whatever. And so we just kept like walking and then we kind of stopped because I think there was like the Garmin booth was like across from it. And we just kind of were both like looking at it and looking at like the small one. And then we looked at like the big one and then they were like closing it down. And it was one of those things where it's like, wait, <laughs> wait. And so we like, we turned around and walked back and like got the, got the whole spiel and then immediately found Will and like brought him back. We're like, yeah. Hey, you have to take a look at this. Yeah. So it is, it's something really cool. I waited around for like, I don't know how long to talk to the guys. Cause I was like, I like you can like, that's the one kind of like business moment I had where I was like really excited. I was like, you guys, I don't know. What, what do you want? Like, I want one of these tents. I want to put it on the channel. I love it. I love the design. You guys, this is like an eye camper innovation in my mind. Yeah. And the wedge style tent, like they're doing something we haven't seen since eye camper and it's simple, but it's novel. Yeah. Um, and everyone's going to start copying it. Oh yeah. But they, you know, but the thing is that I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do it as well. I don't, well, so that's the thing. Here's the cool thing about Intrepid Tents. So I've learned is that these tents are manufactured in Vietnam. So if you know anything about manufacturing rooftop tents, most of them are manufactured in China. This one's manufactured in Vietnam. It's solely, the manufacturing plant is owned by the owners of Intrepid Tents. So they have control of the design and manufacturing process from beginning to end. In my mind, knowing what I know about startups and small businesses and investing, which is another podcast all in itself, they have the ability to iterate and innovate faster than anybody else in the space. I don't know where iCamper makes their tents. They're probably the other one in the in this space that can do something like that because they're, they're manufacturing in Korea. Um, and, but I don't know if they own the manufacturing plant or not. But the fact that they've come up with these really practical um, designs that are made for the user experience and addressing the pain points of having tents like even a nice tent, like the one that I have, the Falcon Pro from Roofness. It's a really nice tent. Well, Intrepid has addressed some of the pain points of those kinds of tents, innovated on it, and can manufacture it, and then get a new idea to market faster than other companies because they have they control their manufacturing. So to me, I think that's really, really cool. Those are the kinds of companies that make me excited. So that was my one little business moment where I was like, I don't know who you guys are, but I really want to meet you and I want to get to know you because this is so cool. And they were like such like Colorado bros. Oh, yeah. Like they were like, bro, bro, this is bro, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, look at the diesel, look at the Land Cruiser diesel swap I did. And it oh, was yeah. Just like, yeah, like but awesome, you know. Man. We had such a good time. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. They were such, they were really nice guys. And you know, the thing is that they were um, really, I think I get the impression that they're a small company. And it's very important to them that they keep control of it because they were talking about going to SEMA this last year. They got kind of stuck in the, instead of going in the, like being put in the overlanding area, they got put in like the general area and they had a lot of manufacturers coming up to them saying, Hey, we want to, um, you know, basically buy you. And they were like, 
well, no, like this is, this is our company and yeah. we want to keep control of it. And we don't want you to, you know, kind of take our idea and just water it down. Yeah. And so there's, you know, so I got to kind of get it, give that to them as well because they're very interested, like very invested in it um, on a personal level. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I really seem that way. So, um, love those guys. Love that 10. Um, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the future with them. Um, so any, any final thoughts, um, over the next oh, Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Something that like really stood out to me that I thought was like really awesome. And this is kind of on the opposite end of what we just were talking about. Like the small guy, um, like the GMC and the Toyota Lexus booth. Oh yeah. Seeing um, some of the vehicles that are coming out now, like the the next like Lexus GX. Yeah. And the new Toyota Tacoma, like in person. Yeah. And then also seeing like the GM uh, the GMC um, AT4X Colorado Bison. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a little that's bunch a, of that's a long. Name. But anyway, things. these are some really cool vehicles that are coming out. Yeah. Um, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jeep guy. I love Jeep vehicles, but it is really cool to see what some of the other manufacturers are doing and, um, making Honda has had a really big presence there as well. And, um, but just kind of seeing, you know, some of the different options there. And then also, you know, kind of returning back to the, the whole, like looking at the vehicles in the, um, the general camping area, you know, we saw everything from like super, like a Subaru cross trek with a yeah. hammock on, oh, on top right. of it. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, who's just down from us and, you know, just like seeing all these vehicles, but you know, seeing them, the, the manufacturers really getting into it and, and really embracing the overland community. And I think doing some really awesome things, um, was really cool too. And, you know, it was like right over next to the, the Rivian SUV that Will was talking about. Yep. Um, which that's, that's a little bit bigger than I thought it was going to be. That's, I can't wait. I, I, I really, I mean, it's so expensive. Yeah. But I hope you can afford it, but I, I, I really want to get one of those. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's, it's a, it's a really cool vehicle. And then I want to take it to overlanding. Yes, absolutely. You should. With an intrepid tent on top. <laughs> <laughs> so and I'll pull you out with my middle cook suspension. <laughs> there you go. I'll, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> no. Although those things, I don't know, those Rivian R1S's. They have, it's four motors, dude. They're like yeah. zero to 60 in three seconds. Yeah. They have so much power. I know. It's just so much control. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I just like, I have to laugh because there's, I mean, people are going to get themselves in so much trouble with those things. Oh yeah. Oh, but God. they're going to yeah. have a big old smile while they do it. Yeah. It's, so. it is a good time to be an overlander. Yes, it is. And there's so many cool things happening right now. So I think my biggest takeaway was just the people like meeting so many people. I, I can't even tell you how many people I met. How many, I try to take selfies with people. I didn't even come close to getting selfie. My goal was like to get a selfie with everybody that I talked to and I didn't even come close. Everybody from one of my favorite, favorite uh, brands of all time, Doug from Outback Adventures who makes a trailgater table. This little tiny shop out of Salt Lake makes this amazing tailgate table that is probably my favorite modification to my JK and one of the very first things I've did on the 392 is install that tailgate table and I use it all the time. I was just using it when I was doing the install, the Rhino Rack roof rack install on Finnegan. I was using the tailgate table, man. It's like, well, I'm going to put my drill down there and it's just so useful. So it was so cool to meet him in person because we'd had some emails back and forth and um, 
and and just as cool or even even more cool is just the random people that I had never met before that I got to meet for the first time and talk about you know overlanding sharing experiences and rigs and you know things like that but for me that was way more fun and validating than seeing any of the gear even though there's some really cool gear there so that's my that's my take on over the next pope pacific northwest 2023 yeah and just to, to kind of piggyback on what you just said the people um like the the, the people that have such a similar um interest as as we do like you know with overlanding to all be like in the same place and be able to bounce ideas off of each other and just like have that camaraderie is such a huge thing. So if you have a chance to attend like a, an overland rally or um, when the overland expos, um, you should definitely do it. And if you can stay in the general population with, with, you know, the other folks um, with the campers, because it's, it's just a great way to connect with people. Like we, we met somebody from New York Yep. Um, yeah. right next door. We met somebody else that the Kino's wife or, you know, they're just, they've been on the road for like, decades nomads yeah yeah they're just like they're nomads they're like on they're up on boats and in their uh their old they have an older tundra with like this really cool like you know sleep platform and um you know people that have built everything from scratch and people that have you know bought things from like really cool vendors and it's just a it's just a great environment everybody's really positive and i imagine we'll be back next year i mean we had a, a great time and if it works in the schedule We'll definitely be back again next year and doing another potluck of sorts. I would also love to get out to a different expo in a different part of the country. I've been asked many times to attend others and it just hasn't worked out. I would love to go see what the other ones are like as well. Um, oh, I didn't even get, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't mention Matt and Kara from Overland, uh, from Ozark Overland Adventures. Dear, dear, dear friends of mine. And we spent a ton of time together and they were all over the expo and I can't believe I didn't mention them. So Matt and Kara, I'm sure you're not listening to this, but if you are, I'm so sorry. I love you guys. We had a great time hanging out with you and, uh, and, um, you know, uh, we will get together soon, I'm sure. So, oh, and, and, and Kara, thank you for letting me try your uh, sleep mask. That is, uh, it's, it's something special. <laughs> yeah. <It's a> lot. <laughs> A lot of backstory there. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you all for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next time. 